Hey, Flower Tribe. Hey, Flower Tribe. Hey, Flower Tribe. Welcome to our One Son, Three Flowers podcast, Stories of Our Mothers, a wellness and self-care podcast designated to uplifting the voices of women of color. Author, self-love activist, educator, mother, and poet, Courtney Brookins will help you bloom into your best self and encourage you to make self-care part of your daily practice. Join the tribe as we embark on a journey of healing, mothering, womanhood, and collectivism through the ancestral practice of storytelling. Whether you're looking for an infinity space, sisterhood, or mommy tribe, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, mother, and self-care enthusiast, Courtney Brookins. Hey, Flower Tribe. Do you know what your inner child is? It's the little girl in you. As children, we're fed messages to tell us who we are. Like our skin tones, our genders, our hair textures, and our value. Our One Sun Three Flowers Company wants to help you heal your inner child. Pre-registration is open for our inner child program. And guess what? If you have a daughter between the ages of 10 and 18, we're offering a one-month free, yes, free opportunity for her in our Sunkiss Sheikster's Empowerment Space. Pre-registration ends June 12th. Make sure you sign up today. Check out our link out our bio. And enjoy the rest of your day, Flower Tribe. And... Okur! Here's a fun fact. An estimated 2 billion birthday cards are sent every year in the U.S. alone. Let's keep the trend going. Spice it up and shop birthday e-cards at airmail.me. Airmail is an e-card shop where you can set your thoughts free. The cards have messages that are impossible to find on traditional cards. Some completely off the chain but on point. Visit airmail.me to shop off-the-wall e-cards suitable for any situation or occasion. That's A-I-R-M-E-L dot M-E. Podcast Tribe, and welcome to another week of the One Sun, Three Flowers podcast, Stories of Our Mothers. This week, I'm particularly excited because I have Leslie Cooper Kirkland coming to join our show, and she's going to talk to us about being a bonus mom. But before I formally introduce her, I want to go ahead and take a moment to read her bio, just so you know all of the wonderful things about this beautiful lady that is joining us this week. So Leslie Cooper Kirkland is a wife, a mom, a bonus mom, singer, lover of Christ, Christ, and founder of the Bonus Club. So without further ado, let's welcome Miss Leslie onto our show. Hello, Leslie. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm really good. Excited. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I'm glad you're excited. You know what? Because I'm like, you carry like this vibrant, energetic energy that's present in your pictures, present in your biography. And so I'm glad <laughs> you were able to join me. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So I know uh, we just mentioned it. You're the founder of the Bonus Moms Club. And I was looking 
for someone to talk about this subject because I think the space mm -hmm. of being a bonus mom is not always like an easy space to navigate. I myself mm -hmm. am not a bonus mom, um, but what I am is a, a, a family mm -hmm. member and friend to so many people who have this experience. And then also with like just the plethora of women that tune in, I think that mm -hmm. they, everyone could appreciate someone else's opinion, experiences and guidance on how to even navigate that space. Yeah, um, it's so funny because um, the same here, you know, being a bonus mom, it's as you continue to talk about the experience that, um, and I share my experience about my blended family, um, I come across so many women who are in that same type of situation or know someone that is in that situation and they can relate or, you know, they feel like, okay, wow, now I have a platform that I could really discuss things that I've been wanting questions answered for so long. So it's the same thing for me. I, I, I'm meeting new, new people each and every day that um, either know someone or in the same type of situation I'm in. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot more common mm -hmm. that we realize. I will say that for me, I don't mm -hmm. readily hear people discuss the idea of bonus mom, bonus dad, mm -hmm. and I do mm -hmm. stepmom and stepdad. So I guess that's where we could start because I'm wondering why you mm -hmm. chose to use that specific language. So the reason that I chose um, bonus mom and um, bonus dad is because I look at it from the grand scheme of when you're working in corporate America <clears throat> and you're doing a job and you've done a great job, they give you a bonus. It's an addition to what you're already doing. And I felt like my bonus children were an addition to my my new life, my new normal, as I was an addition to them. So it was a positive move for me. Um, I didn't like step because I felt like there was still some separation there. But when you put that bonus and you kind of put the twist on it as I'm an addition to your mom and dad, you know, I'm that um, additional person that you can um, be uh, come as a sounding board, additional person that's here to love you and support you and to guide you and give that parental uh, support as best as possible. I think kids as well as adults look at it as, okay, I see that. So the girls don't call me um, step parent at all. They don't even, that's not their thing. They're like, that's our bonus mom. She is our additional mom. And it just makes the situation so much um, more, I guess I would say easier as well as lighter and more harmonious for us as a family. Yeah, that's beautiful. Cause definitely that was a question that was going to come mm -hmm. up next. I was wondering, was this language that was just used <laughs> between you and your husband or had the children adapted it? But it sounds like it, they see it as a, a way to affirm your position in their lives. And for them, they find comfort in sharing it with others that this is my bonus mom. Correct. Yeah. And it's so funny because um, I didn't, they're actually here this weekend um, with us. Well, actually for the week with us and I didn't get to see them for Mother's Day. And yesterday they presented me with my Mother's Day gift and it was the sweetest thing ever. It was a blanket because they know I love to cuddle up in blankets. It was a blanket Aww. with my logo, with the logo of the bonus club on there. Oh, and I, I absolutely loved it. I absolutely loved it. That's beautiful. I love that. <laughs> so sweet. And so I'm wondering, so the girls presented you with this gift. I know you use also the language of blended. And so what could you for our listeners just kind of share what is your family dynamic? Are the 
two daughters, the bonus daughters, your only kids. I know you mentioned you're married, but kind of like share with us, what does your family look like? Okay, so I am married to Greg Kirkland Jr. And um, I, when I married Greg, he had two daughters, uh, Kirsten Kirkland and Kyla Kirkland. They are now um, 13 and 14 years old. And I am also the mother of two young little boys, um, Carter Kirkland, who is two years of age, and Cooper Kirkland, who is only two months old. He's actually, as of today, he's nine weeks. <laughs> Aw, you got a little one in there. Yeah, definitely. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's so cute. So you have teenage daughters and then you have, have babies. Yes. And isn't that crazy? I mean, two, <laughs> two different, two, <laughs> two different uh, ends of the spectrum, right? Two, uh, two girls that's going to be, we look, we talk about that all the time. My husband and I be like, oh my God, we have kids that eventually will be going to college in the next few years. Yeah. And then, and then when we look back, we're like, wait a minute. And we got two more that we got to go through this whole process. We're, you know, he's like, I could just die. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, it's a lot of different things going on. But I hear people say like, oh, when you have older kids and younger <laughs> kids, the older can help. So I'm sure that also works to the benefit. Absolutely. Yeah, they are. They are a great help. They love their little brothers. And, um, you know, the girls and I have such a wonderful dynamic. Um, even yesterday, they they always they're still, I think, in awe of the fact that they have two little brothers mm -hmm. um, and the old the oldest girl. She said, I, I still cannot believe I have two little brothers. I pray for this and I can't believe I have it. Oh, and I was like, wow. What? I felt that <laughs> in my spirit. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that is so beautiful. I love that. Yes, manifestation of your prayers. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. God. I said God hears all. <laughs> yes. Yes. Amen to that. So I was I'm glad that you even said that they are happy about the kids because I was wondering what that necessarily looks like in your blended family dynamic, considering the fact that you have two bonus kids and then you have two kids that are biologically yours and you're with <laughs> that that dad. And so how do how do you make space <clears throat> to honor both relationships and allow the girls to know that they're just as important to you? you as the kids that have physically come from you and as well as your husband being able to create that balance so everyone feels loved um I'll be honest I am still trying to balance that all out because honestly it's still a little new for me even though Carter is two years of age you know now that we have Cooper it's an added layer to it because there's now an additional child um and it can get very very difficult because um, and it's, and I'll be very transparent. I just recently talked um, to my husband about Father's Day and I had this idea that I wanted to do for him, being that we're still quarantined Oh my Lord, but yeah, we're quarantined right. and um, I wanted to do a photo shoot of him and the boys. And I said, oh, you know, I definitely want to do this photo shoot of you and the boys. I, I got outfits for them all match. And then and immediately I thought I was like, wait a minute, I got to get the girls into this picture as well mm -hmm. and and the, the the problem with that is you know they're not with us permanently they're here um the the agreement that my husband has with their mom is we get them every other weekend uh, however due to the pandemic they've been with their mom for the last almost two months and mm. now they're with uh, 
and now they're with us. But who's to say that, you know, will I'll have them when I need them for that photo shoot? And in my mind, I have to always think, OK, my children are not just here. we we have two additional children and they're not in this house. And I have to I have to navigate, pull, making sure they're a part of this, making sure they're a part of that. Um we're working with their mom to make sure that that no um, plans clash. It it's it's a daily. Uh, I'm not going to say a daily struggle, but it's it's definitely a daily um, mindset and work that I have to put toward all four of my kids because they are my kids as well. Um, yeah. Once I married him, I married them. Um, yeah. And so <laughs> you know, it's just it's 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 that that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And, and and that's so important because now I know it's probably somewhat taxing to have to figure out how to balance the, the schedules. But at the same time, the acknowledgement of I'm fully accepting these kids and this family as well, I think is really important. Um, and so I'm wondering, because you said when I married him, I married them. I'm wondering what that that journey or voyage has looked like for you from starting off as girlfriend, then fiance and wife. Did you mm -hmm. jump into relationship with them as well? Or has that kind of been like a gradually progressive thing? So my husband and I honestly did it a little bit differently um, because for us, we we truly believe in being led by God. We we want everything that we do. Uh, we we pray um, and we allow God to guide us um, and order our steps. But in this situation, we truly wanted it to be organic because one, it was new for him and it was new for me. You know, mm -hmm. he was recently divorced. I think at the time he was only, I think, two and a half years um, into being divorced. And he had never had his children around any other woman in that manner. So, you know, we thought about how can we do this? So both my husband and I, we met at church. And uh, my husband is, was at the time the praise and worship leader um, of our uh, praise team. And so he would bring the girls to rehearsal. Mm -hmm. So one one day, the youngest, her name is Kyla, she was selling, she was she had been drawing and she was selling a picture. And she said, I, I want $5 for this picture. And I was like, excuse me? And she <laughs> was like, yeah, I want $5. I said, how about this? I take your picture and I'll give you $5 next week if you come with your dad and they were like, okay. So then the very next week, um, my husband says that they were in the car and they said, you know, that lady that said she was going to give us $5. Is she going to be there? And he was like, yeah. And she said, cause I want my $5. And so I gave her my $5 <laughs> and it became a gradual. Is she going to be there again? Is Miss Leslie going to be there? Can I sit next to her? Um, oh, and if there was a, if there was a church service, they were like, can I sit with you? Or um, I like your outfit or, you know, what's going on in school? It, we, the girls and I developed a relationship outside of their father. Wow. And it was, it was so genuine because they had no idea what was going on in the back in the behind the scenes with their dad. Um, and when we started dating, you know, we still didn't immediately say, Hey, Kirsten and Kyla, we're dating. I honestly followed my husband's lead in this because for me, that was his children. We had to tread lightly. There were very, there were all these feelings involved and not just me, not just him, but we had to think about one, them, those two girls, you know, they're little kids. And even though kids are very resilient, you know, still it, you don't want to involve them in something that there's not going to be long-term. Mm -hmm. And then we had to think about their mom. You know, if we're really going to get to the point of introductions, we have to make 
make sure that everybody is involved in this. So I honestly, I followed my husband lead and maybe I think four or five months into the relationship, um, he finally, he took them out to eat or something like that. And he was like, yeah, y'all know, y'all, you know, y'all know Miss Leslie. And it was like, yeah, we like Miss Leslie, blah, 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 blah. And they said, well, you know, I'm Miss Leslie and I are friends. And then he was, they were like, yeah, we know. He was like, no, what if I told y'all Miss Leslie was my girlfriend? And they were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, we ain't thought that was going on. And so he was like, what if I told you she was my girlfriend? And they were like, you know, it's cool. We like her. We like her. And literally, that's how I was introduced as the girlfriend. And then I believe maybe the very next day, we all went out to eat together. And, you know, ever since, it's just, it's been for a while, it was just us four. And now it's us six. <laughs> oh, wow. That's wonderful. <laughs> so you went from being the girlfriend, they officially know you're dating, um, uh -huh. and then engagement. So now they know dad has a girlfriend. So how do you show up differently in their lives in that space? Was there a commitment to start to continue in a re that relationship in a new way? And then how did it shift from girlfriend to fiance to wife? So once I was introduced as the girlfriend, you know, honestly, for me, it was, I think, a mental and emotional battle that um, I didn't tell my husband until I think further along, because I, in my mind, I was like, wait a minute, I don't have any kids. I don't know how to do this, you know, how to divide my time, my feelings, and oh, I don't, what do I do? And um, honestly, I went to my mom at this point, because my mother um, is actually, my older sister and I, we don't have the same father. So I come from a blended background. And I just asked my mom, I was like, mom, how do I handle this? And she said, you know, think about, you know, how you were raised, what your experiences were with us, you know, and I couldn't think honestly and truly, and I'm not trying to sound like, you know, I just lived this great life. Everything was just so, you know, hunky door is no, but I can tell you this, my dynamic at home in my blended situation was so beautifully done and represented to my sister and I that once she said that I knew okay I gotta step out of myself and allow this to just happen as organic and as as uh, genuine as possible be you be honest but love genuinely and just be Leslie and that's and honestly that's that's from that conversation with my mom, that's what clicked for me. And everything that my husband and I did as a couple, I allowed him to lead because I had to understand that, you know, he's in the center of four women, his ex-wife, his two daughters, and now the new woman in his life. Mm -hmm. And I had to be okay with splitting all of that time when he had to be with his daughters, when emergencies happen and I, Oh, I got to cancel the date. Cause I got to pick them up from school or, you know, um, I have them this weekend. What does that mean for you and I? So sometimes our dates incorporated all four of us. And I, I had to learn how to be okay with that because in that he always made me a priority. He mm. always made me a priority and he always communicated even when the communication may have been difficult, he yeah. always communicated. And even with the girls, because I had a friendship with them outside of their dad, 
we were able to have an open dialogue and communication as well. And granted, it wasn't always easy for them because for them, they were also carrying the weight of their mom and the feelings of their mom who was still coming to grips with being divorced. And now a new woman is in the picture and Mm -hmm. she's now, now involved in my kids' lives. So it it was a tug of war for them. And I had to express that, guess what? It's okay for you to protect your mom. I'm not offended by that. And, and, and for me to say that to them, we're like, huh, I'm, it's okay that right now you don't know how to feel about this because I, I allowed them to have their own feelings and to express them at their own time. And I didn't pressure them to love me mm-hmm. immediately. I allowed them to do it at their own pace. And in that it became so genuine and authentic that they appreciated that even the more. Um, now going, now going into, and granted, there were difficult situations, difficult conversations, difficult, um, uh, run-ins, you know, even with their mom at times when I remember my husband, his family is very close knit and they go on family trips. And I remember my husband said to me, Hey, I want you to go on the family trip with that. And that meant his whole entire family, as well as the kids. My response to him was I'll go, but I won't go if I don't, I'll go with you on one term. And he said, well, what is that? I have to meet their mom. He said, wait, what, what? I said, I am not going to go on a trip with your kids and their mom doesn't know who I am. Mm -hmm. Because I said, she has to be okay with it. Her kids are going to be in your and my, my care. And she has to put a face with the name mm-hmm. and, and, and I'm, I'm allowing her the opportunity to honestly drill me, ask me whatever question you want to ask, because I'm about to be on a trip with your children. So right. I want you to feel okay about that. Mm-hmm. And for him, it was a shock because he was like, nobody's ever said that. I was like, well, this is me. I'm not a secret. And I don't, I don't want this situation to be a secret. And I know it might be uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for me too, because guess what? I will always have another woman. You will always have another woman in your life. And I have to be okay with that. So we got to be okay with each other. Absolutely. Hey, Tribe, let's take a moment for an ad. Are you in need of a space to work on your side hustle, special project, work from home job, or your full-time business? Melanated Queen Productions co-working and social space provides a unique experience for visionaries, entrepreneurs, Ford thinkers and like-minded individuals located in Chicago's Southland area. We are a culturally inspired professional office that offers affordable monthly membership opportunities. Our community is designed to make you feel like home. We offer monthly networking events for women, provide ongoing support for our members and their business endeavors, And we are open 12 hours a day, seven days a week. We are more than a co-working space. We are a community. 
Call us at 708-668-6223 or visit us at www.melanatedqueenproductions.com to learn more. I I learned that I have to be okay with that. So we all have to be okay with each other. This is honestly, you know, not to take it in, in, in out of context, but it's a, this is a threesome now, mm-hmm. you know, we are, we're a trio. Right. Um, so, so we got to be okay with each other. There's, there has to be a level of respect. Right. Um, so with that being said, there were times, you know, it wasn't easy. She, at one point, she wasn't, she wouldn't even speak to me. She, she'll go, if we were on uh, at a soccer game, she'll sit on the other side while, the, while we're on one side. It, it, trust me, there were levels and levels and levels and levels <laughs> to yeah. get to where we are now. Um, but we were able to get there. And then when we got there, you know, my husband, uh, proposed and becoming the fiance became definitely a different a different type of <laughs> situation because now I was truly becoming a mom. Mm-hmm. You know, before I was just a girlfriend and I was the the fun person to them, but now I'm stepping in the shoes of someone's fiance and about to be their wife. Therefore, I'm about to take on a mother role. Right. And I and I was like, wait a minute, like this is OK. OK, I'm responsible for them now, along with their mother and their father. Mm-hmm. So how how do I handle this? How can I handle this? And, you know, what does that mean for me in regards to my feelings? Uh, when ki- when my kid, when I decide to have children, what does that mean for them? Mm-hmm. You know, like, there was so many thoughts and feelings that came Um and so with that, you know, I finally was able to have a sit down uh, woman to woman with their mom, because guess what? In this manner, you're now the ex-wife and now I'm about to be the new wife. Right. And at some point in the near future, we're, our children are go- they're going to be siblings. Right. So we really got to un- have a, a, a greater understanding of each other. And also I thought about you have daughters at some point they are going to come to me and confide in me about things that they're experiencing as young ladies. And you mm-hmm. and I have to be able to communicate and be on the same page when we're talking to them. I don't want to tell them anything outside of what you may tell them. Right. You know, exactly. you know, so all of those, all of those things were coming and it, 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 it was not the easiest thing. Um, because I will share this. My husband's ex-wife, honestly, was still in love with him. Mm. Yeah. So then with that being said, I don't think that I, certainly that's not the easiest thing. But I don't also think it's that uncommon uncommon of a situation either. So how do you work through building a relationship with someone who hasn't healed from the the previous relationship for the benefit of the children? Like how, as a woman, did you find space within your relationship with your, with your bonus children, your husband, and now your husband's ex-wife? How did you make that work from your, your angle? Okay. So the first word I will say, and this is for all listeners um, and all women who are hearing this is you have to be secure within yourself. Mm Mm-hmm. 
you have to be secure. If you're insecure about you and your relationship, especially if someone has children um, outside of it, then you're going to be insecure with that other person. And it's not going to work. And the thing is, I was secure in who I was and my role in, in their lives. So therefore, when I knew I had to establish a relationship with their mom, I had to get past, you know, their past and everything because that was before me. Mm -hmm. I had nothing to do with that. I had nothing to do with the divorce. We're in the present and the present is we got to parent these kids together. And I, I really did tell her, you know, I'm not the reason I had nothing to do, but I also had to tell her your issue of not getting past it or over it is your issue. That's not mine. Mm -hmm. So that's your stuff. I can't carry your stuff. Right. But all and I'm I can not do going is to show up authentically and securely and let you work through it. Absolutely. And that's what I did. Honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't put, I spoke. If she went and sat on the other side, then okay. Um, I, I always allowed the communication to be vetted through my husband mm-hmm. um, and where I was able to step in, he would allow. But this is something that I want listeners to hear because I, us as women, when we are feeling a certain kind of way and we want to express our feelings, we want to do it immediately. Look, I this is how I feel, blah, 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 blah. You need to tell her this or you need to tell her that. But I had to realize that even in me telling him that he had a relationship with her. So therefore, he knew exactly when to talk to her where she would be open minded. Mm -hmm. So even though I may have told him on Tuesday and wanted him to tell her on Wednesday, he may not have told her till two weeks from now because he had to get her at a place that she would be receptive Mm -hmm. to what was being said. So even in that, I still had to allow my husband to narrate this whole book, this whole I had to trust that in the process of that, that he, you know, really had my best interest at hand in regards to my feelings and was hearing everything that I said. And that's that's difficult for us as women, because we feel like when we have something on our minds and on our hearts and we want to get it off and we want to say we want to say, especially when another woman was is involved. Mm-hmm. But I really I had to step back. I really did. This is the most humbling experience probably of my life. Yeah. It really, really is, you know, and, you know, every day it's a we 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 make another um, um, what's the word? Uh, uh, I can't even think of the word. We uh, It's another layer, another victory, another step. Sometimes it's a step back, but we make step forwards um, constantly. And, and I appreciate that. And now she's at a place. Um, in her life where she's really has moved on and she's happy because that's another thing. Um, when you're dealing with someone who is not only divorced, but they also carry a bitterness, it can be very, very difficult, mm-hmm. very difficult. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and us as women, I think it's important that we realize just because 
the man or even the woman, whomever it is, it's a step, bonus mom, bonus dad situation has moved on. Don't blame the new person coming in the picture for what has happened in the past. Be open and more receptive, especially when they love your children genuinely mm-hmm. and unconditionally. Because guess what? There's a lot of people who don't treat their bonus children right. But when you have those that do, you got to appreciate that for what it is and what God has brought into these children's lives. Absolutely. And so with that same thought, I know a lot of people talk about the difficulty of having bonus children um, and having to deal with ex-partners and spouses. What for you, though, what would you say are the positives or the great things that come from having a blended family? Um, Kirsten and Kyla taught me how to be a mom before I actually became a biological mom. Mm. They really did. They taught me how to be selfless. I, I really, I learned how to be selfless with them. And it, it helped me all the way back when I, I was just a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, what's so crazy is even if there are uh, situations with bonus moms and bonus dads where you don't have your own kids, it's just the bonus children. Children just bring a total different element to the relationship. And you have to remember, it's what you make of it. Mm -hmm. It's what you make of it. That's what you're going to get out of it. So if you bring discord, if you bring unhappiness, if you bring um, bitterness, if you bring um, uh, even if it becomes a tug of war between you and the other person, then guess what? You will have a situation, a dynamic that won't be harmonious, that you'll constantly be fighting for attention or love between the kids, between the husband, and you'll be in, in, in a, ten, a, ten, um, a um, very uh, contentious situation with the, the other person. You don't want to have that tumultuous type of relationship. Right. That's not what you want. So I made it a point that I was going to go into this being my best self and allow this situation to teach me. And I, and it has, Mm -hmm. and, and, and there has been moments that I have not been happy in it. Mm -hmm. And it's been over, it's been very overwhelming, but, but that out, but the, the good moments outweigh those moments. They really do. They're my kids. So kids, kids will make you want to choke them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my two-year-old makes me want to get him every day so 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 you know with that you know that shows me that I'm really truly their bonus mom I'm additional because they're allowing me to have all of those experiences with them yeah I appreciate you saying that too because that's very authentic and and real um because it's not always bad but it's not always good either and so honoring both experiences it, it's really normalizes what's going on um, for the women that are listening. And then also it's, you know, transparent about the journey because all journeys in life have good and bad. And so I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I just, I think what people need to understand is what, what I hate is how society portrays blended families, especially in our community, that it always has to be, you know, fighting and cussing each other out and we don't get along and all of that. It doesn't have to be that Mm -hmm. way. It really, really doesn't. And I pray to get to a point where their mom, you know, can be in a setting where we do things together, always together, because 
I want them to see that and experience that. Now, granted, they're at a place at 13 and 14 that they know all three of us love love them. And they don't feel that. I, I remember their mom saying, she said she was on, uh, she's a teacher and she was on the bus with the kids coming back from a field trip. And another teacher was telling her about a situation she's in with a blended family. She, they were saying how, they were telling her how, you know, bad it was, honestly. And she, I, I think at that moment, it became an epiphany to her. She was like, I can't relate to that. You know, she was mm-hmm. like, my situation is nowhere near that at all. And she told my ex-husband, I mean, my, my ex-husband, her ex-husband, my husband, that, you know, I, I honestly, I have to say that, you know, what our dynamic is probably one of the best. Now, to be honest with you, in one of our conversations that, you know, I had with her, she told me that the reason she was the way she was was because she also came from a blended situation that wasn't good. And um. I told her, I, I said, well, then we have the opportunity to make it right for ours. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, rewrite the story for your children. Right. You know, right. and so, you know, it, it, initially when I said that to her, she was looking at me like, huh? And, but she went back and told my, my husband and she was like, you know, I, I got to say that we have to do this our own way. Absolutely. I'll, you know, we can't allow our past to dictate our present and our future. And that's in any situation, even being a blended family. That is so beautifully said and so necessary to hear that we always have the opportunity to rewrite our past, break these strongholds, these generational curses and really show up in a different way. And I think that's beautiful from like the paradigm of families. And I also think it's beautiful like you said, the work that you all are showing the kids, because as women, especially as black women, there's so many negative stereotypes out there, not just about blended families, but about how women, how we interact with one another within community and within our culture. And so to be showing them like, Hey, you know, we don't, we can disagree, but we can still be respectful. We can come from different households and still come together and rally to love and support you all. Um, and we can still carry ourselves at ourselves as, um, strong, beautiful black women. I mean, what a message to send to your, your children. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. So something that I always like to ask my guest um, as we start to close out is what are some words of wisdom that you would like to leave on this show? I mean, obviously acknowledging that you've dropped so many important things to be said, but this is a space where I really just like for um, guests to speak from their heart and just say something that you think is important for us all to end with. Um, I think as mothers, period, as black women, that we are beautifully, wonderfully made in all aspects, that we are resilient and we are strong. And I think we carry the torch um, um, as caregivers, um, um, as uh, supporters um, and as uh, I, I would I, I guess you would say guidance um, to another guy. Um, um, to another level. And my thing is, as a bonus mom, I want all of you all to remember that always be yourself, be authentically you, no matter what the situation 
is. Be authentically you. And guess what? Those that are supposed to be in your lives will love you for who you are. Children will love you for who you are because they can see through you and they can see your heart. I loved, I learned how to become a mom through my heart. My heart met my children first before I physically gave mm-hmm. birth to them. And it just brought a totally different dynamic to my life and be open to that. Don't always go into it with a territorial, a territorial spirit. Don't always go into it with um, negativity. Think about the positive aspects and how you can change a situation to make it better. Um, Be an example, be an example. Don't be what a person expects you to be. Be an example, be different. Love unconditionally. Love unconditionally and allow God to lead you in everything you do, especially being a parent, be it a bonus mom or be it you are a a, a mom that you birth your kids. It doesn't come with a handbook. So allow God to lead you and pray through every situation, every Mm -hmm. situation, and he will guide you on the right path. And always with your spouses, I can't say this enough, communicate effectively because you all have to be a united front for your kids as well as for the dynamic as a bonus family, as a blended family. So always communicate and love on each other and be honest, be transparent with each other, even when it hurts. Mm. Wow. That is quite a closing. Leslie, thank you so much for everything that you said, for your transparency, for your journey, and for most importantly in this moment, joining me on this podcast. Thank you. I I appreciate it. I appreciate the opportunity and I hope it helps. I'm sure it will. And you're so welcome. And one last thing before you go, what are some ways that people can get in contact with you who have heard your story and they want to connect with you further? Well, they can follow me, of course, on Instagram at I am the bonus club. And they can also follow me on Facebook. It is um, the bonus club as well. Um, And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at I am the bonus club. And I also have a um, email address as I am the bonus club Kirkland. And you can also follow me at Leslie.t.cooper at gmail.com. Nice. And all of that information, you all, will be listed in the show notes. So she is only a click away. And absolutely. And Leslie, again, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. And to the rest of our Flower Tribe, make sure that you continue to tune in weekly. Share this episode with someone that you know will will help them through their situation, create light and guidance. And until next time, remember to bloom into your best self. Bye for now. Whether you're a girl boss, everyday woman, tired mama, or just in need of some you time, our mindfulness success sessions are engineered to get you to deepen your practice of self-care. We individually customize your session to empower your individual needs. Empowerment is only a click away at onesun3flowers.com That's O-N-E-S-U-N the number three F-L-O-W-E-R-S dot com 
Thanks for listening to the One Sun Three Flowers podcast. Check out show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.onesunthreeflowers.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We want to connect with your tribe. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, and remember to bloom into your best self.